Welcome back, everybody, for another edition of the Club Cool Podcast. I am your host, Barrett Dudley, and back in the lab again, it is Mr. Phil Battaglia. Phil, what's good? What's up, dude? How's it going? Welcome back. Uh, does how, how good does it feel to be back in the clubhouse, man? Good. Feels great. Feels like it's been forever, though. That's I know. I know. It's really it's 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 very strange. We are here. We're on the stream yard. Brought to you by Washed Media. And you're exactly right, though. For whatever reason, you know, two weeks ago we did our our watch talk with Bilal Khan, of a blog to watch, great episode. But it, even just recording last week, it that it felt like a really long time in between our watch talk pod last week's pod. Mm-hmm. So now it's been another week, and it just I, it feels like it's been forever since uh since I've seen your beautiful mug. <laughs> Not beautiful. <laughs> You are. You do have another. You've you've pulled another rabbit out of the hat with a with a hat collection that just uh, never ceases to amaze. This one, I believe, from a local golf tournament, uh, put on by Cricket Shirts. Do I have that correct? Uh, correct. Yeah, yeah. It is a tall crown, baby. This is a big old school foam basket. Well, it's a it's a foam dome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, it's 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 good, man. You you know you're just. That's, I'm that's, found every hat that I own has been. <laughs> Over the past three months. So, so I I ventured out into the wild yesterday to get to get the lettuce trimmed up a little bit. It gets uh-huh. it, it just gets way it gets so long in the back so quickly. Yeah, that, I, that that's that's the real that's the part that I needed you know to get in check a little bit. So I did that. It was a positive experience. Um, you know, a lot of safety measures in control. I felt very comfortable. You know, you come in the back, you, you exit through the front. Yeah. Everybody's in masks, sanitary procedures all around. Are you going to, are you going to get out there and, and attempt, attempt something like this to, um, yes. In the next three days I have an appointment and I cannot wait. I keep, there are some days that I have like a decent hair day and it's not like a total shit show up there. <laughs> in those days I'm like, you know what, maybe I should let this thing grow out. And then yeah, the rest. Yeah. You know, the other, you know, 95% of the time, like, I cannot wait to get rid of at least some of this. I mean, I'm going to keep some length, obviously, but man, it's out of control on the sides. It's getting rounded. It's curling on the sides. It's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's tough. And, you know, I was, I was gearing up to go back to having short hair. Before, you know, I was I was a couple months away from doing that when all of the pandemic stuff hit. And and now I'm I might be I might be long hair don't care for for longer than anticipated because as good as as good as it was to be out doing something and as comfortable as I felt in the salon, I, I don't want to get my hair taken from long back to short with wearing a mask on while that happens, no shampoo and conditioner, no blow dry, no, you know, there's just two that I, I need that whole experience for for going for, to to do something drastic like that. Yeah, there's a lot of variables at play there that need to be. Uh, it's not something you want to mess. If you're if you were just getting a trim like you did, then yeah, yeah. not that big of a deal. But if you're going to switch it up, you got to have all the tools in the toolbox being used. Yeah, yeah, you know, and you 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 pay a yeah you you pay a handsome sum for something like this. You expect the hot towel. Yeah, give me the hot towel. <laughs> All my head massage. Yeah, come drape that thing on my hands. Give me a little hand massage. Whatever, yeah. whatever it, whatever it takes. But um, you know, we're we're not all the way back there yet. So, so uh, yeah. So the the hair continues to uh, to be long. 
but uh, we're, we're looking forward to hearing hearing about and, and seeing the results of your trip. Everybody is on yeah. pins and needles. <laughs> sure they are. <laughs> People have been talking about it. Right. Um, so today, just kind of a freewheeling conversation, not even really a rundown. I just have a bunch of bullet points of, of stuff to, to touch on and, and things to mention here on this week's episode of the Club Cool podcast. Um, so you have, you are a, an owner of an Al's Big Deal jumpsuit, a brand and a, and an item that we've mentioned frequently. I keep waiting for them to offer some type of pandemic incentive. That's not going to happen. They're not doing it. They're not yeah. doing it. They, they're, they're, they're holding strong. Yeah. I feel like it's like, it's such a boutique business. It's such like a little, almost like side project for them yeah. that, that they, they don't have any, they don't need, they don't need to sell a bunch of them. They don't. I can't so, see them like mass producing these things. So I right. No, no, no. It, it takes them forever to get new, new batches. Like it's yeah. a very, it's an artisanal thing. So they're not worried about moving a bunch of units, but mm-hmm. um, you know, I've also, that's given me plenty of time to think about what I'm going to do with, with one when I eventually get it in hand. I think it needs like some patches or maybe a little bit of Fort Lonesome embroidery work, something like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've got so, the plug there. What's up? You've got the plug through Howler. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I can, you know, maybe I'll, I'll do something like that. I think I'm se- I think I'm set on the indigo, the midnight blue. Mm-hmm. Although the beady brown is still, still, uh, still a great choice as well. But this just leads me. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking through, you know, some columns, some list listicles on GQ about hot new menswear drops, and there is a uh, there's a robe, a, a serape robe from El Cosmico in Marfa, Texas. Mm-hmm. And Phil, this thing has your name on it. I, I, I have yeah. it. You own this robe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the this is the infamous robe that you've talked about. Yeah. Ashley and I each have one. This this is the robe that you each have. This is the robe. Wow. <laughs> did you did you get it in Marfa? No. They sell them at San Jose here as well at the hotel. Well, this thing, I mean, talk about trend setting, Phil. First, Al's big deal. Now, this is, I didn't know this. I promise I didn't know that this is the robe. Yeah. I just, I saw this thing and I was like, uh, this this just has Phil's name on it. He needs to. <laughs> no, we have it. We got it, um, I would say, three or four years ago for Christmas. Um, uh, you know, nothing's a surprise at this age anymore for Christmas. But I told my, my parents when they were in town, I was like, <clears throat> I sure do like those robes. Great Christmas gift idea. So there they were under the tree. They're very comfortable. Um, I will say I don't get as much use out of them as I would like. Not a big rogue guy at the moment. Um, it, Phil, th- this seems like the perfect moment in time to be a yeah. big rogue, rogue guy. What right. are you talking about? Jesus, you're right. I didn't even think about it. How are you not just waking up every morning and putting this thing on? <laughs> I don't know, man. It's tough to get out in the in the common area like green space of this uh, condo complex in a row with your dog. <laughs> I mean, you can you can just throw it on over something, though. Yeah, you know? right. yeah. Do like a dude thing. Do, right, right, exactly. Or just you know let the people know. And, <laughs> I mean, for me, I would be I, I would just be getting up and I, sometimes I go for two hours in in you know, and nothing but like gym shorts these days. Yeah. Uh, so instead of that, I would be, I'd be going with this, uh, with this robe on top. Well, now, for, I now, for, now I, yeah, yeah, do, do that, you know, re- report back, take some notes yeah. on how, how it all goes. 
Yeah, this is if if you're interested, this is it's it's a just Google El Cosmico Provision Co. and it's the El Cosmico kimono robe. Um, it's something, and I'm 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 very pleased to hear that you that you already own this. Yeah, I can give you plenty of reviews. If anybody has any questions, they are very comfortable. I mean, I but bu- I but bu- for whatever reason, maybe they just restocked. But this was on a GQ list of I believe the best new menswear drops. <laughs> They're a little late. They, I guess, they are a little late. I think that um, there might be some PR companies behind all that that are pushing some stuff. But these are—they're not only very comfortable um, for, and they're not heavy at at all. So you can wear them when it's in the warmer months. Yep. They um, for us, they serve. They serve a great purpose of looking beautiful on the bathroom wall if you hang them up on hooks. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. They're, 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 this is. That that's a great point. This is it's not like some plushy robe that that you you know that you might think about. Uh, you know, you stay in some luxury hotel, the Plaza in the in nineteen ninety seven, and you get this big like terry cloth uh, fleecy robe. This is way more of like a West Texas y you know summer morning, very lightweight. And you're right. It's 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 a beautiful piece. So you you hang it up on a nice wood wooden hanger, and it it uh, it's it's decor of sorts. It is, and um, it's got the they like they said it's a kimono cut. I guess is what you would say. But so it's a little bit different than a regular robe um, as far as the the fit. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to really get a good wrap in there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, good to know. Um, as far as, so, so you are, man, you don't even need a cop. You already own. I, I'm, let me tell you about some of the stuff that I've been looking into as, as far as product drops. So I, uh, I was, I was, I got an email from, from IMA a few weeks back, uh, indicating that I had been given early access to their, to their, uh, their cashmere and denim drop, which included the loafers. Now, Phil, you are the the half of this podcast that is on record as being anti loafer. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm I'm more more open to the to the trend. We talked about the color palette of these; very interesting. Um, the white, the yellow, the blue, all kind of out there, not super wearable. The brown, very wearable. And I got early access. I knew they'd I knew they'd be a hit. And the price, honestly, compared to you go out there, you look for like other kind of suede, nice penny loafers. The price on these at like two twenty five is actually yeah. really reasonable. Mm-hmm. Um, more expensive than than a Basswegian or something that you might find from like I don't know, like Sabago or Sperry or Rockport or or maybe even Colhan, but uh, but but far less expensive than. Than Grenson or or churches or uh, you know I have my eye on on the a pair from Rude that is yet to drop but I know those are going to be six or seven hundred bucks uh-huh. anyway there there are a lot of options that are far more expensive than the than these versions from my so to make to make a short story of it I ended up just I I bought them uh-huh. decided to see what they're all about uh, in hand they're great. They're nice. They're definitely the, the quality matches up to the price. Um, uh, they are they're kind of in between like a euro long narrow shape and the kind of the shorter boxier prep staple. 
style, yep. which I like. So it's 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 in that nice middle ground there. But boy, it's been a long time since I tried to mess around with a look like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been we've been sneaker boys for so long that it is. I, I'm I'm unsure of whether I can I can do this, Phil. Of whether yeah. of whether first of all I, I like the look. Second of all, it, if I if I have the the necessary pieces in my closet at the current moment all made even more difficult by the fact that I have nowhere to even attempt <laughs> yeah. to, to get these kits off in the first place, other yeah. than uh, standing in front of my own full length mirror. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I've gone to what I've done is I, I Levi's sa- sale started earlier this week, somewhere in between 30 and 50% off pretty much everything on the website. And I, I have ordered four pairs of different 501s wow. to try to yeah. see if I can, you know, kind of make that like looser fitting, lighter denim feel work and mm-hmm. all are inexpensive enough to where if I, if I like the color and the fit of some, I'm probably just going to do like a raw hem. Yeah. Kind of get that short, that shortness, that, that length. Um, one pair has arrived. It's the pair that I, that I, that I had to get in like a very long inseam because it was all that was available. And so I've, and I've, I've not cut those yet because I need to see what the others end up looking and feeling like as well. But that's, that's where I'm at on my loafer journey right now. I am, I'm going in, I've, I've favorited a bunch of five of like vintage 501s on grailed at the Mm. moment. And I'm also going in and I'm looking at, uh, on grailed. I am, I'm searching for everybody's like, like old ass APCs. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a good call. What's so, the uh, the one with the long inseam? What's the crotch like? Is it pretty pretty long, or does it not? No, the the crotch is so it, th- that pair specifically, the one that yeah. for some reason like shipped the day that I ordered and came the very next day, mm-hmm. uh, is the pair that is from Levi's Made and Crafted, yeah. as, a, as opposed to the other pairs which I got, which are just like the standard Levi's or Levi's Premium line. So, so the, the inseam like wasn't a choice on those even. Ah, so I, I think they kind of cut those with that in mind that that the, that the rise is, is it's tied to the inseam, but tied to the waist measurement as well. And, and it's kind of in like a middle ground that will work even if you need the pants hemmed because it's not like super long on me or anything. Mm -hmm. That's the only, that's the only complaint I've had with some previous pairs of Levi's is the, the crotch didn't match the rest. You know, right, right. It's a gamble. I mean, these are not the most expensive jeans, and uh, it, it depends on. I mean, I've I've ordered the same five tens numerous times, and each one of them is different. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right. Um. So yeah. So I'll I'll report back further on this on this Levi's and this and potentially. Uh, trying to grab some some vintage type stuff from grailed but um you know in this in the pandemic era a lot of people are just talking about like the rise of these secondary markets and i i I totally see this becoming more and more and more normal Mm -hmm. Uh, and we're we're gonna we're gonna get into a little bit of that on, on the back half of the pod as we talk about some fashion related news um but right this second what I think we should do is take a quick break and hear from a sponsor. Look, guys, there are a lot of reasons that you might neglect your skin. 
you're too busy. Maybe you're a little bit lazy. I know that's been the case for me. A lot of times the evening rolls around and I just don't feel like it. Or maybe you're just kind of clueless. Maybe you've never really thought about skincare or, or getting into a routine, taking care of that of that mug that you've got there, of your beautiful money-making face. And the cold, hard truth, your skin does have needs. If you want it to look as good as possible for as long as possible, you need to address those needs now. And we get it. You might not know where to start, but there is a company that's taken all the guesswork out of it for you. That company is Lumen. Lumen is on a mission to help give men the amazing skin they deserve through high-quality, expert-created products delivered right to your door. All of their products are formulated specifically for men's skin and made to target skin issues with maximum efficacy using top-notch ingredients like charcoal, green tea extract, and vitamin C. It's not just about looking good. It's about feeling good. You need good skin health, especially as you get older, (coughs) me and Phil, to prevent long-term damage. Right now, I am on their. I'm, I started with their general maintenance kit, Phil. That is that's got me the fundamentals of looking good. It's ideal for athletes, skincare beginners, low maintenance guys, and even younger guys. Uh, it's it look. It's got a moisturizing balm, and that's that's where I want to begin because if you don't have a night cream, that's a mistake. That is the night cream is where it all begins. Everybody knows about washing their face, you know. Maybe you've heard about moisturizing, but it's the night cream. It's getting something on that on that skin right before you go to bed to help it moisturize while you sleep. That's key. The moisturizing balm in the general maintenance set is perfect for that. But let's say you've got a little bit, you know, more specific of needs. There's an age management set, helps repair sun damage, evens the skin tone. You get a little something for the under eyes. There's also the correction trio set. Maybe you got some bags, some dark circles. You need to firm and hydrate the skin or liven and brighten your overall appearance. That one be perfect for you. Whatever your needs, Lumen Skin has something to get you completely covered. And I, I've loved the maintenance set so far. All the products, they feel good. No, no inflammation. I've had no problem with skin flaring up. In fact, it's been the opposite. You can feel the glow. You can feel the brightness. Right now, you can pick up a simple starter pack for free. You deserve to look and feel your best. Here's where you go. Go to lumenskin.com slash club cool. Get a one month free trial of everything you need to start your skincare journey at home. That's lumenskin, L-U-M-I-N-S-K-I-N.com slash club cool to get your first month free lumenskin.com slash club cool. You're going to love these products and it's time to get that face in order. You know, take care of that skin, man. It's important. All right, Phil, we are back. Let's cover some new topics. Um, But before we cover some new topics, let's rewind a little bit. Uh, Ever since having Bilal from a blog to watch on, by the way, if you've not listened to our Watch Talk episode with Bilal, it's the first time we've had a guest in a while. He was great, dropped a lot of knowledge about timepieces on us. I have be, I, I've been looking at watches a little bit more frequently. Have you found yourself doing this? Yes, absolutely. It's uh, it's weird. After talking to him, now I'm noticing a lot more. Yeah. Um. So I'm you know I'm following him and a blog to watch on the Grom, and uh, some new Timex pieces pop up, and I I asked him about those. He's doing a review of the Timex Q color series that is that was just released. Beautiful looking kind of dive watches. They're very vintage. They're based on some 70s watches. The Q stands for quartz. 
So uh, so look for his review on a blog to watch coming soon. The watches, they retail at about 179 So, you know, really approachable yeah. price point. They've got a great vintage look. You can get some of those two-tone bezels, kind of reminiscent of the of the Pepsi and the Batman and, and those, those ones that are uh, the steel Rolex watches that are so popular. Um, but it's just, it's been really interesting how I'm like, I'm even more attuned to, to the, to the watch stuff at the moment. Man, <clears throat> he is like a wealth of knowledge. That guy. Is <laughs> yeah, he really did. And I mean, he's, he's very, uh, the, like you said, it's an easy follow too. They do a great job over at a blog to watch. If, if you, if you go on to the Google machine and you just start searching for a watch, whether you search by reference number or the name of the watch or, or whatever you may have. And then you click on images, chances are you're going to get a bunch of images from a blog to watch. Yeah. yeah. They, they are very thorough when they, when they post about a watch, when they review it, they post all sorts of photos from every angle on the wrist, off the wrist. Um, that's one of my favorite parts is just getting those beautiful shots and, uh, and you know, a lot of, um, just great photos. You can really get a, get a feel for what the watch looks like. So absolutely, definitely make sure you check out that podcast and, and check out a blog to watch and follow, follow along. If you have any interest whatsoever in, um, and, and, and putting some bling on your wrist. Speaking of, uh, of things that are vintage, Phil, the last dance, which I know you haven't completely caught up on yet. It has inspired an absolute Jordan craze. God. Both in m- old memorabilia, like his rookie cards, which are suddenly yeah. going for for prices that uh, you know uh, before now unseen prices, unheard of prices, especially for especially, yes, absolutely, especially especially for a collectible that we just recently talked about. How you know th- th- it's not worth anything anymore. Yeah. His Except stuff, for- his stuff, his rookie cards—they're yeah. going ape shit. Um, yeah. The the original Jordans, an, a, an original pair of 1985s just sold for half a mil. God. <laughs> I, I mean, th- this, or maybe it was, maybe yeah, 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 of, of the Jordan 1 uh, Chicago's. I mean, this stuff is just going, I, I may have that information wrong. One of the, <laughs> some original pair just sold for like four or $500,000. I think it was game worn. Get, I, they might have been. Um, every Jordan on StockX is getting a bump from this, especially, yeah. especially ones. But every Jordan is is just going through the roof right now. Um, it's a good time to be uh, Michael Jordan. Yeah, yeah, it is. And a great, a great life. I'm sure that the producers and Nike knew to expect a little bit of this, yeah. right? But I, I mean. Talk about marketing, like uh, jo- jo- the, uh, the Michael Jordan included, but the execs over at Nike and, and especially for Jordan brand are must just be sitting around laughing their asses off at what a beautiful piece of marketing this ended up being as well. I yeah. mean, it's a great doc. Don't get me wrong; I loved every second of it. We're not getting a lot of dopamine in these uh, in these uncertain times, as Dave Ruff would say, but. Uh, that that was my that was my source of just like feel good nostalgia, just like you know flooding the brain. Like, oh, this is so awesome! This is so awesome! Give me sports, give me the '90s, give me all of that. Um. So, and think about Rodman. Rodman's getting a bump. Oh, he, you know, he kind of waned a little bit after he was hanging out with uh, Kim Jong Un. 
He did, but the oh, yeah. he's probably got offers from a new like um, block currency or something that wants to sponsor him and give him a T-shirt. Yeah, yeah I, I talked to to Will a little bit about Last Dance uh, last week, and um, I don't think I've mentioned this to you, but there's like there are some vintage Nike tees mm-hmm. that, that had like Rodman's face in black and white, really really yeah. big on the back, mm-hmm. and they released them in a number of editions. And the only part that's in color is his hair, and it's it came in several different colors. Mm-hmm. Uh, like uh, there's one on Grailed right now, like an original one. It it's listed for like seven hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> so the, yeah, the, the vintage Rodman gear is getting a massive bump as well. What a Good. great time to be a, a a Bulls merch collector! Like oh God. my God, you know it. And if you, if, what sucks about that is these these diehard Bulls merch guy who has his whole basement outfitted in old Bulls merch and like action figures and all this won't get rid of any of it. He's not getting rid of any of that shit. He's been on North for all these years. And now this is his chance to make all that money. He's going to hold on to all of it. Yeah. Well, I mean, if if you're the guy that has it and is getting rid of it, you're the luckiest dude in the pandemic. So sell baby. It's it's been really, really crazy to watch, watch the hype just bubble over. uh, And, and this, this post last dance, Jordan craze, man. It's really been something, um, which leads me into next topic that I wanted to touch on. And I know I, I don't want to beat a dead horse here, Phil. We've talked about this numerous times, but this Nike dunk thing is, is out of control. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot, there's a lot of factors playing into this, but I, I don't know if I've ever seen anything like this. Like they, they are, they're like Mugatu and Zoolander. They could, you know, they, they could they could wrap up a piece of piece of shit in tinfoil put hooks on it and sell it to queen elizabeth as a pair of earrings you know what i mean like like it has been phenomenal to watch every single dunk released soar and and you know i've i know we've sort of seen this before like you know and it as yeezy 350s began to to roll out with more and more colors they managed to 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 get several colors in there that sold for big markups yeah but the, uh, those sh- those shoes sold for 220 to begin with mm-hmm. the dunks are se- are that's that's a piece of this that the retail on dunks is a hundred dollars yeah there's no like high-tech foam or anything in any of this stuff it's like bricks not to mention there is this entire back catalog of dunks that have been re- that have released over the yeah. last 20 years that are still fetching insane prices as well. So it, 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 it's different in that way from like the beginning of the Yeezy craze because Yeezy was brand new. Dunk is not brand new. Nike SB has been doing this for 20 years. All of the vintage stuff is selling like crazy. And no matter what they release right now, if it's even semi-limited, it's selling for triple retail minimum. You add to that, that a piece of the SB culture and a piece of like the, the, the SB history is that these are crazy wild looking shoes. You need look no further than the chunky donkey that's about to drop next week. Like how crazy looking it is. Okay. And it's the most hype shoe of the year. It's a hundred dollar shoe. That's reselling for 1500. I mean, like you've, you've got the strawberry cough high top, which is ugly as sin. It is bright red with a green bottom. It looks like a strawberry or a watermelon. Like it it's, it, it's not attractive, Phil. It's not a pretty yeah. shoe. Yeah. And it's going to go for multiple hundreds of dollars. 
The one that just released yesterday, which was impossible to get per use on sneakers app, was the Brazil bright green and bright yellow. I mean, really a hideous shoe. Yeah. Really hard to match. And I'm not lying. I'm part of the problem. I tried to get it. <laughs> Why would you not when it cost $100? Yeah. Fuck it. You know what I mean? Like this is not, it doesn't even require the barrier to, the barrier to entry where you're like, ah, well, I don't want to spend the 220 on something just because like mm-hmm. it's, 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 it's down in this range where you're like, screw it. Why not? I, you can go to Academy and find shoes that are more expensive than that. Yes. So I, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm kind of blown away at what's happening with this, uh, with the SB and the, and the, just the dunk in general craze. The, the Brazil that released yes, yesterday is not an SB Nike dunk. It's just a Nike dunk. Um, and the, the colors that are following it, it's like a bright red and white. And then a, like a Chicago bears looking colorway and like a Navy and dark orange. These, these, these sneakers, they are, they're not easy to wear color wise. They don't go with a lot. And every single one of these pairs is going to sell out immediately in retail for over $300. And, and I, I, I'm beginning to not know what to think of the whole thing. Well, speaking of hard to wear, the, a friend of mine was showing me the lineup of the the Grateful Dead dunks. I don't know when these were released, but they have like fur on them. Okay. Uh, there, there's one colorway that's great. the The swoosh is like a lightning bolt type look. Um, there's three different colorways. There's fur. It's it's something. I mean. Um, I don't know, you know, we have to get on StockX to figure out what these things are reselling for, but they're, they, I don't think that anybody is want, <clears throat> worried about too much about what they're going to pair these, these chunky donkeys with. They just want them. The, the chunky donkey is, but it, it's unique because it's, it's, it's a, it's such a mix. It's so crazy that it, that it, uh, it doesn't need to be matched in a way. Mm-hmm. Whereas like something like the Brazils, it's two, it's two colors, you know, and they're yeah. very bright. They're very bold. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it's going to look funny with a lot, with a lot of stuff, with a lot of different things. Yeah. And you just got to keep it tame up top and let the shoes be the, the loud right. part. The, the chunky donkey is like, so kind of mixed materials and, and tie dye and, and various colors already that it, 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 it kind of like, it just it zooms right past that. You don't even need to worry about it. You just put them on with anything, basically, and you have the chunk. You have the chunky donkeys on. Did you? Um, get, is there any uh, clarification on why the seven eleven version was canned? No, I don't know. I, 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 I did hear that those were like them not getting clearance from seven eleven before they started putting out all that promo. Maybe but so. I don't. I can't see Nike doing that. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure. Uh, maybe just delayed, if anything. Yeah, but exactly, exactly. Let the let the chunky donkeys breathe for a little bit, and then we'll we'll make people salivate for uh for the Seven Elevens. Um, speaking of chunky donkeys, I was fortunate enough to be invited to our local skate shop, No Comply, to their raffle. Uh, the way they did it was, if you entered an in store raffle over the last year, you were invited to the chunky donkey raffle. Um. They, they are running it through an app, which has gained popularity recently for raffles and releases like this called Cop Date. Mm-hmm. I hate this app. I think, <laughs> it, I think it sucks and I don't trust it. Uh-huh. And, uh, and that's really all I got to say. I, I, feel <laughs> lucky, I, I feel lucky that I got included, but yeah. I, I have zero expectations of, of being chosen. Um, 
despite the relatively good odds that 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 may have come from from it being an invite only raffle i just i don't feel good about this app i think it's i i think they're doing something shady mm. and I, even if they are it's it's better odds than getting on the the sneakers app when they drop well so the sneakers app for the chunky donkeys is doing a draw mm-hmm. which is which generally means that they expect you know overwhelming demand yeah but I don't look. I, I've I, I've hit on two different draws on sneakers app. Yeah, I hit on the Travis sixes, mm-hmm. which, by the way, remember how I, remember how I was really disappointed that I was holding because the prices just kept stumbling and stumbling and tumbling and tumbling. Uh-huh. They're on their way back up, baby. All right, <laughs> they are on their way back up. I, I think go. I think it's I think by the time a full year rolls around, I expect my patience to have paid off. <laughs> mm, I make about twenty five bucks off this bad boy. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, but uh, what else? Yeah, and, I, I, and I, I got a, I hit on off white Prestos in a draw. That's right. Wow, what a hit that was. So, I, I, I actually feel better. It, it's been a really long time since I hit on sneakers in one of their regular release formats for a hyped up for a hyped up sneaker. And I just feel like, you know, just despite some claiming that this bubble is going to pop and 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 that sneaker hype is over, I, I I think the 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 number of people involved in attempting to get limited release shoes is greater than ever, and I think it's still growing. Yeah, especially now, you got nothing else to do. And and I I, I think that more and more people who who otherwise are uninterested because of platforms like goat and stockx are basically like you're telling me that i can download an app mm-hmm. and they they're basically treating it like scratch off lottery tickets yeah if you are completely uninterested in sneakers but you know that every single nike dunk released on the sneakers app is going to resell for triple why would you not just take a shot this is very easy to do you download an app you put in your credit card information you get the shoe, you list it on StockX, you ship it off to StockX. It's very, very easy. And it's fun. You, you get the hard and it's, and it's a, Yeah, and it's a, it's a game. Yeah. So, so I, I don't see this issue going away anytime soon. I don't, I don't think that, I, I don't think that the sneaker game is, is, is going to, to die quickly in the near future. No, and maybe the Yeezy game will, but the, there's other shoes now. Nike has completely taken over. They've taken they've taken back over, yes, with with great flourish. I mean, I I, I know people are still buying the new colorways of the three fifties that are dropping, but but I, I cannot imagine really how or why that's that's still working. Yeah. Uh they 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 Yeezy desperately needs to come up with with something a little bit fresh, in my in my personal opinion. Well, if he gets backed against uh, the wall too much. I can see them doing a re-release of some sort of like uh, version one, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. even yep. even I don't know how it work, how his compensation works with Nike, but if they were to do those Air Yeezys and re-release those, that would be insane. Yeah, yeah. Hard to wear. Um, I think that uh, I think Yeezy needs to introduce something new 
and yeah. something and something that is not two hundred and twenty dollars. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. just I, we just mentioned these dunks, man, at a hundred bucks, and people are absolutely insane for them. Mm-hmm. So the the I think they should kind of maybe steal that page and and try something new to to kind of reinvigorate that. Uh, one more time, one more topic here. As far as the hype train goes, uh, we mentioned that Phil here on the other line, he's the anti-loafer guy. I, on the other hand, I'm the anti-supreme guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm right there with you. I have never been closer on two, on two of the last three drops to, to, getting, to getting in on some supreme hype. Wait, was it like a supreme bottle opener or like uh, a shoehorn or something? No. It's two collaborations that I that I believe are worth mentioning. Mentioning the one from a couple weeks ago was Supreme and Barber. So the you know like bar, Barber jackets, yes. so, mm-hmm. you know. So they're they they released Barber jackets in the in black, uh, bright orange, and cheetah, all in like their waxed coated oh, canvas. They I did like hat that. they did hat versions of all three of those bucket hat versions of all three of those. Um, and and look, that's now you're now you're talking to me. You're taking like a yeah. very classic, traditional, timeless piece, and I, I would have been interested for anybody to put a modern, cool spin on that. Yeah. So the, the fact that it's supreme is like kind of almost just it. It could have been any brand that that did that, and I would have you would have had my interest. Yeah, for sure. So. Uh, it took Supreme to to take on that collaboration and put that out, but but I I would be lying to you if if I told you that I didn't have a couple of those jackets and hats in my gray old watch list right now. Um, just kind of kind of thinking about it. So they did sell out. They did, yeah. But the but the resale prices are not. Yeah, they're not crazy. They're it's you know just a small markup really. Yeah. Uh, the one the collaboration from Supreme this week was very fly fishing influenced and it was another North face collaboration, mm-hmm. but we had really cool, like multi-pocketed cargo jackets, uh, b- both in like very wearable khaki neutral and black colorways. And also like a really like nice, like multicolored, uh, print. Um, you know, they did like a, like a hat with like the netting on the sides. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, some pants that zipped off into shorts, like very, like like right out of the REI, you know, lookbook. Yeah. But um, you start getting into that outdoors territory, that fly fishing thing. You know, you now you're hitting my howler buttons, and I'm yeah. like, okay, this is this is tight, man. This is tight. <laughs> yeah, Barrett likes a lot of mesh now. I'm very into mesh. Yeah. yeah. Netting, any sort of netting. I'm still I'm still waiting to pull a trig on a mesh tank top, but uh, you know, Ooh, don't do that. <laughs> It's gonna well, I so we we've talked about this a long time ago is the the resurgence or I don't even know if it's a resurgence but the pockets they're putting pockets on everything right pockets are are huge right now give me give me all the pockets yeah and those um, what you're talking about that supreme collab um, with North Face anything like that that's got the the vest and the and the the multiple pockets on the front like that I'm into I'm into that and the 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 version that I love the most with that kind of stuff going on is John Elliott did that parachute jacket. That was years ago, but he keeps he, releasing versions of that. Though. Yeah. And then they keep getting, some of them are better than others, but yep. 
I love that. I think it's a good look. Yeah. And lightweight. It seems to be lightweight. I've never had one in hand, but um, doesn't seem to be too heavy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I just thought that I would, I, I had to acknowledge that I, I've been, you know, I've, I've been near breaking on, uh, on some Supreme items of uh-huh. late. And uh, I do, I do kind of blame quarantine. You know, I'm, I'm, one thing that Will and I talked about last week is how I- even though our spending as a whole is down on on clothing and accessories and all this type of stuff, we're window shopping as much as ever, if not more. Yeah. Because there there's just even more time to do so. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, yeah. it's, well, I'm sitting in a room right now that has uh, about six boxes of bathroom hardware and tile and two sinks actually that we just ordered. So wow. we're, that's where all my cash is going into this master bath. Are you doing the, the reno yourself? Hell no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I was going to say, don't make me look bad, Phil. Oh my God. I would destroy this whole, this whole place would implode if I tried to do any of that. Okay. No, all right. But I, I went ahead and purchased it um, because build.com is incredible. If you're looking to do any sort of reno, anything, build.com. Build.com. And, uh, okay. Yeah. So that's where all my cash is sunk into this bathroom right now. So I got you. I got you. I'm on a freeze, baby. We've talked about this before. I'm frozen. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's an okay time to be frozen. Yeah. I, I, you know, th- some, some things have become clear over the past couple of months for me personally. Not that they were, I mean, they were pretty clear already, but I, I obviously still have this, like this, this, this urge, this desire to shop, to acquire new things, despite knowing that I don't really have an opportunity to wear them, you know, for the foreseeable future, for the next couple of months at the, at, you know, bare minimum, basically. Mm-hmm. It, it's so much more. Like, I just like the collection. I like adding. I like procuring. I like the hunt. I like the game. I like the curation. Like, all of those aspects of it don't really change. Yeah. So, it, it, it's, you know, it, I don't have a good analogy, but 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 really, getting wearing the things and going out of them, it's really the cherry on top. It, the, the, the game is, is in the, the, the acquisition and the, the hunt, the, all of that type of stuff, all the stuff that precedes actually wearing it is, like, really, like, the part that, that kind of like, you know, pushes all those psychological buttons and 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 makes you continue to do this if it's something yeah. that you're into. So absolutely. And what sucks is that uh, a big piece of that hunt has been taken away in in that we cannot go into these retail shops and feel and touch and try on and v- very true, very true. Over new things that you hadn't seen online, and so uh, I think that when that comes back, and it has a bit, I think that by George is now open with limited hours and stuff like that. Little you know, little boutiques. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that there's going to be a <clears throat> quite a bit of spending. Yep. Um, the good news is that, you know, another, another feature, another, another uh, feature of this game is that it is never ending. And I, I you got to remind yourself of that as well, that, and I, and I, I have to do this, especially during sales season. It's like, there's all, there's next season when you are going to want just as many things again, despite having done this for the last 10 years, every season, like there's all, there's just, if you buy in like, 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 you know, like, like we do, there's always next season. There's always going to be new stuff that you want that you can hunt that goes on sale, et cetera, 
Uh, we're going to speak to that a little bit more with some some fashion updates on the uh, on the business landscape side of things. But first, we're going to take another quick break and hear from a sponsor. Hey, whether you're working from home or working on your fitness, you want what you're listening to to be what you're listening to, not what your roommates or your neighbors or your significant others or your kids are listening to. That's why everyone needs a great pair of wireless earbuds to block out all that other sound and let you focus on what you've got going on. But before you go dropping hundreds of dollars on a pair, you need to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. You already know Raycon earbuds started about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market and that they sound just as amazing as other top audio brands you know. Their newest model, the Everyday E25 earbuds, those are the ones that I own, they're the best yet. Six hours of playtime on one charge, seamless Bluetooth pairing, more bass, a more compact design that gives you a nice noise-isolating fit. When you open up this package, what you're going to see is about six different options of little earbud fi- of, of you know attachments. That way you can get the absolute perfect fit to your ear. Nobody else is doing that. It's one of my favorite features. They are so comfortable, perfect for conference calls, all those Zoom meetings that you're probably partaking in or binging podcasts, catching up on Club Cool. Unlike some of your other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet. No dangling wires or stems to distract anyone during those video calls. You've heard me talk about how the company was co-founded by Ray J and celebrities like Snoop Dogg, Cardi B, Brandy, J.R. Smith. They're obsessed with Raycons. Pick up a pair and see what the hype is all about. Now's the time to get the latest and greatest from Raycon. Get 15% of your order at buyraycon.com slash clubcool. That's buyraycon, B-U-Y-R-A-Y-C-O-N.com slash clubcool for 15% off Raycon wireless earbuds, buyraycon.com slash clubcool. You guys are going to love these things. All right, Phil, we are back to talk a little bit about some... uh, some goings-ons on the fashion landscape. Um, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to bear down into the nitty-gritty details, but here's of of the of of what happened a couple weeks ago. But here's the gist of things: some small independent labels, designers, and a group of of, of people. They basically put forth an open letter about changes that they wanted the fashion industry to make. And this uh, this uh, the changes that they wanted are things that have been talked about for quite some time. Um, then another letter from another group of people was released, and it talked about changing like the fashion show landscape. But here's what these two groups are basically saying that they want. You can go re- read more about this on on uh, on GQ or, or business of that or uh, th- this specific piece of it on GQ.com. They want. Less fashion, fewer fashion shows. They want them to occur closer to when the the actual clothing, the actual collections drop, and they want to change the way that the wholesale and release schedule works. You and I, we've been involved in this before, right? I'm and and uh, at Haller, we we still deal with this, but it is crazy, and everybody knows this that you're getting shorts and t-shirts in February and you're getting heavy jackets and warm clothes in August into stores. Yeah. It's wild. 
And by the time the season actually is in full swing, right? Like, like summer is, is now. And, and regardless of, of whether we were dealing with a pandemic, sales would be starting to happen right now. It's just now summer. It's just now getting hot. We're just now like ready to like really start, really start dressing in summer clothes and the sales are hitting. Same goes for the fall winter cycle. Uh, Black Friday rolls around. We're just getting into the, to the actual colder weather, especially in like the Southern States or, or um, and on the West coast, the, the cooler weather where you might actually be wearing some of this stuff. And by the time, by that time, sales roll around. They, they want to change that. They want to fix that. They want this, they want shops and, and retail locations to put those items out on offer during the actual season. Makes a hell of a lot of sense to me. This has been something that has been talked about for a long time. It's always been kind of a, a weird piece of the fashion puzzle. The pandemic may actually be the, you know, the spark that, that gets this changed. Uh-huh. Uh, they also want fewer sales. Obviously, we, 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 and, and again, Will and I kind of spoke to this a little bit last week, but, but the consumer is trained to wait for sales now. Yeah. The, and they hope that that shifting when the product is available will shift that. That if, that if your, if your winter sales don't actually occur until March and your summer sales don't occur until September, <clears throat> that that will be, you know, more of that, that will create an imperative for the consumer to buy at full price or closer to it in the season when they're actually wearing the clothes. And essentially so, be the end of Black Friday. It would. Yes. Yes. Now, it's important to note that that the two big conglomerates, the two big high fashion conglomerates, Caring and LVMH, were not a part of these letters. And they kind of they 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 do kind of hold the keys, you know, to the kingdom yeah. on this. Mm-hmm. So change will be led from the front by them. So they would kind of have to get on board with with this whole thing, I think, for for real industry wide change to happen. Mm-hmm. Now, some of these smaller designers can try to attempt this on their own, but we we've seen this attempted before. There have been uh, designers and fashion labels that have done the thing where they've shown a collection on the runway and those clothes have been available like the next week or even the next day. Uh-huh. It, it hasn't really worked out. Now, part of that is because nobody else was, was behind them doing it. So it, it, it will just be, it will be interesting to see if, if this is kind of a bellwether, you know, trend moving forward and if real change can be made. Now, there was a follow-up to these two letters on business of fashion. And um, what, what its larger point was making of all this, these changes would be great and they would be beneficial for everybody, but that along with these changes in the seasonal nature of things and the reduction of sales, the prices in general need to come down as well. Yep. And that, that is a key factor in one that I, am wholeheartedly behind because I believe that prices have gotten out of control because designers are now pricing things knowing that they're going to eventually sell at 30 to 40 to 50% off. Right. So you're getting these wildly inflated prices and, and that is not going to, if you're still going to release stuff at these crazy high prices, 
you're still not going to sell them at full price. Mm-hmm. Because these, as, as this business of fashion column points out, that's, look, fashion, despite being expen- an expensive hobby, it's not just for the 1%. You got the 99 other percent that, that a lot of whom are interested in this, but know that they will be buying at a discount. Right. So if you want to increase that percentage that is buying at full price, you got to make it a little bit more approachable here. Can't have three hundred dollar t shirts and a thousand dollar hoodies. To se- you, you're just not going to sell those at full price, except for to a very few exclusive people. So, just thinking through this, does it mean though that if a Miri is going to come down on those hoodies, does it mean that, and he's not going to bake in, you know, these inflated numbers because he knows that it'll eventually go on sale? Is he then just going to produce less? And then now we're in the the cycle of you can't even get your hands on it, even though it is a $350 hoodie when it was, you know, $800. Um, But these $350 hoodies, he's only doing a a limited run of because whatever reason, his supplier, um, that's what I'm afraid of, is that you can't even get your hands on this stuff, even when it, especially when it gets more attainable. Yeah, um, it's a good question. And, I, you know, I think that, like, part, part of this is part of what may force people's hands here is a general contraction, right? Like, if this, if this recession really hits hard and is, you know, takes multiple years to get out of, some of these companies may be forced anyway to kind of, like, reduce their buy, right? Yeah. Like, you know, and, and I'm speaking with a little bit of firsthand knowledge here, but, like, Every clothing company is going to feel this a little bit. People are spending less. They're buying less right now. You're, you are going to see the effects of that hit a little bit in the fall season, but especially for spring 21 and probably yeah. even rolling into fall 21 as well. Mm-hmm. There's gonna, there are going to be, the, the, I promise you, the numbers of units available will be smaller for the next three seasons at a minimum. Mm-hmm. It will be spring 22 before you see you know, a, more product and more stock, the likes of which we saw in 17, 18 and 19 again, because everybody is, is looking out for themselves. Yeah. And there is a, there is a contraction and everybody is making sure that, that they do what they have to do to keep companies afloat. And so, another thing that is a little bit concerning, but then there's two sides to it is you and I also have firsthand knowledge with knowing about the, you know, some of our retail partners, uh, back in the day at Grandex, they depended heavily on the revenue that was generated from sales season, especially Black Friday. It could it could contribute, you know, upwards of fifty percent of their revenue for the year. Yeah, and if you just rip that piece out, that uh, initially it, it's like, oh my God, they're going to fold immediately. But I guarantee you, any retailer, if you were to give them this the choice, no Black Friday. However, you're going to sell more goods at full markup at full price. They would take that all day and get their margin. Right, right, and 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 that is the, that's the most difficult piece of this puzzle is that you you to take these actions you will you will be set back at first. Yeah, for because sure. It, because it's about retraining and reconditioning the customer to expect a new way of doing things. But that that that's why seeing some mark some cut prices from 
labels like Amiri or Vetmon or whoever and Gucci, I mean, everything like, like what the, the business of fashion article speaks to how, you know, just 15 years ago, a pair of Gucci loafers was $350. Yeah, exactly. exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so, so the, the, the markup that we've seen over the last 15 to 20 years from these luxury brands, it's way outpacing inflation. And it can't, they can't sit here and argue that, yeah, we had to increase the, uh, uh, inflate these prices because of, you know, lack of supply or um, having to outsource different pieces that go into, I'm sure that takes, you know, comes into play for a few, very few instances. And it, it requires a markup just like a landlord has to, you know, jack up the rent on you every year because his taxes are going up. Yep. Um, but I think a lot of it, like you said, it's baked in because they know it's going to go on sale or they just want to keep the quote unquote integrity of the luxury brand name and right. have it be so unattainable for the majority of the population. Yeah. Yeah. And so, that, I don't enjoy that. Yeah. So, I mean, it, to, for, for any of these changes to actually take effect, it, it will require uh, some sacrifices from brands and from retailers and from consumers that, that expect sales. Uh, and, and for wholesale changes to be made, I mean, there, there will be, you know, people kind of have to all like agree to, to do it. Uh, and so that, that will be interesting to see if, if, if anything does actually change, if any changes are made, um, you know, or, or if people just, or if we just continue this trend of, of continuing to price things higher and higher and everybody, but a select few just continually rely on sales. Yeah, I, I think that it's got to end somehow because there's, it can't continue this way. I mean, everything will go on sale. Black Friday, I, I don't know, man. I just think that um, it contributes to a lot of waste. That's for danger. Yep. So that's that's that's. I'm glad you mentioned that because a lot of this kind of a lot of this t- type of talk really started bubbling last year as. Um, environmentalism and or and environmental friendliness and uh, sustainability really became like huge buzzwords in the fashion industry. Really, really important for every, for, for every brand to speak to that in some way to, to like, I mean, it, that's, that's, that's a piece of, of, of every brand's marketing at this point is, 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 a, is letting the consumer know at least in some small way, how they're trying to be a little bit more sustainable, a little bit more mm-hmm. uh, green. Um, and that that was an, an impetus for for a, for a lot of these a lot of the desire for for some of these changes. So that's that's going to be stacked on top of this, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, you know, um, look, man, brands that are still selling selling stuff right now, even amid a pandemic, are brands that don't have all that much stock that and that are priced well. That yeah. that's you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm a Noah eighteen East. These brands are are still selling stuff because the prices are not crazy crazy high, mm-hmm. and because they're not making way more than they than they need to. Yeah, and so uh, yeah, there there will be some contraction, and that will hurt some bottom lines. But but in an effort to kind of reset everything and to to be more environmentally conscious, you know, some of this stuff should and and I hope does happen. Yeah, and it bleeds over into the second part of that article, which talks about fashion shows and how 
you know, bring it back to the way it used to be where if there's celebrities there, then they're invited guests of the brand. They're not paid to be there. They're fans in general of the brand. They support it. Yep. Um, and there's I, I, no journalists there. I thought that was a really interesting insight that I'd never really thought about. Yeah. But how like how how fashion shows now are are really are for the consumer. Mm-hmm. They're for the end consumer. They're for the person that's eventually going to buy a runway piece. They used to be for the industry. They yeah. were they were the way to show the collections to to Neiman's to Barney's. Yeah, exactly. You know, like it was so very it walk down the runway so you know whether or not you're going to buy it. Yeah, it was very much like that. Fashion shows were for the industry, not for the end consumer, and that has completely, you know, shifted at this point. So yeah, it's it's become more of a spectacle than anything. Which is, I mean, don't get me wrong, it's fun to watch. A lot of those are crazy. Yeah, and entertaining. But uh, I'd like to see it be drawn back just a bit. And they talked about, you know, that's why New York Fashion Week has lost a lot of luster because they used to have the tents and it was a real fashion show in the tents and people that mattered would actually show up. Yep. Um, and now there, it goes on to talk about how like every week is fashion week in some other part of the world. I mean, I right. Right. They keep up. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Too much for it. Well, we will of course uh, keep our pulse on, on any changes made in the industry. Um, and that's, that's gonna that's gonna wrap it up for us today, Phil. Unless you have any further thoughts. No, that was fun, man. Uh, one other couple things I wanted to mention. Um, Please do. If you're going out, hope that you're if you're gathering with people in like a store or something. I'm not talking about in somebody's backyard. Wear a mask. Um, and if you're looking for one that doesn't look like you just got out of the operating room, um, great brand here, Redone, which is a part of Levi's. They just released. A, a line of uh, tie-dye masks that are washable, 20 bucks, redone. They're sick. Three different colorways. One size fits all. Okay. All and, right. Uh, speaking of tie-dye, before we got on air, I just copped two pair of Bomba's tie-dye uh, socks and um, 12 bucks each. Use uh, the, the code works beautifully. Code very good. Code. Very good. Code uh, cool. Still working on Bombas. Still working, baby. And they're, God, I love Bombas socks. They're great. Yeah. Um, and please do support all of our sponsors. Um, Raycon, of course. Go check out the headphones. Yes. Lumen. Lumen Skin. Brand new sponsor this week. The products, I'm, I'm, I'm ser- vouching for them hard. Like, they are great. The, the moisturizing balm I've been using every single night. Go check out Lumen Skin. Go check out Raycon. Go check out Bombas. And uh, and for whatever reason, if you don't need any of those products, then you can support the podcast directly at patreon.com slash clubcool, where Phil and I will be putting out our uh, our May editorial here within the next week. You don't want to miss that. It's only $2 a month. Um, you know, you, you won't even you won't even notice it, you, not even in, in, in the uh, in the pandemic age. Uh, patreon.com slash clubcool. That'll do it, Phil. That was fun, buddy. Great stuff. We will see everybody next week. See y'all later.